0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Yamaha Outdoors podcast. I'm your host, Scott Newby, the ATV and side-by-side senior communications specialist at Yamaha. And thrilled to have you all listening in, as always, every single time that a podcast goes up, Cannot thank you guys enough for your downloads, for your plays, for listening in, trying to give you a different perspective on things. And uh, yeah, just another way to kind of consume what we've got going on. And um, yeah, as always, hope to meet you guys out there in the woods or on the track or wherever it is at an event one day. And But in the meantime, thank you very much for listening in. It's Friday the 13th, we got Halloween around the corner, so a nice spooky day for a lot of people, and I know that uh, we're definitely getting the Halloween decorations going at our headquarters in Marietta, Georgia, where we are going to have a couple of contests internally with uh, the different groups, different divisions, and then the cool thing is, on the 30th day before Halloween, we're going to have all the kiddies come in, all the kiddos, and they're going to do a little trick-or-treating in the office, so it's always a great thing to see. So glad to have everyone coming back in and, uh, yeah, going to show them a good time and already start racking up the candy a day early, which uh, which is going to be fun. Hope you all have your costumes and everything ready to go. But that's not why we're here, is it? I do have a lot more great things to talk about. First and foremost, in the racing aspect of things, I'll give you a little inside info on what was going on in the world of Yamaha racing the last week here, in case you missed it. Starting off with Blucher Riders claiming five class championships at Moto Playground event, the annual amateur Moto Playground race at M Bucks Motocross Track in Ponca City, Oklahoma, took place this past weekend. NSA Rock River Yamaha Blue Crew Riders took three class championships at the event with Avery Long in 250 Pro Sport, Cade Johnson in Schoolboy won 125cc, and Cade Nightingale in 65cc, 7-9. Additionally, EBR Altus Yamaha's Colin Allen won college 18-24, and Brody Jones won 51cc, 4-6 shaft drive on his PW50. So cool to see all those more all the more championships that uh, we got people winning on two wheels, and even it's just a great thing to see everyone on the PW50. And man, just a, a great bike to start out on for uh, for the two wheel stuff. And I just love that they even they even have championships for those kids too. And so, congrats to everyone that won at the at uh, the Moto Playground event there this past weekend. Now, in the four wheel world, I am very excited to announce. Bryson Neal and, and Ryder Sargenti each claim GNCC national championships. Bryson Neal doing it again, man, two years in a row. That uh, there's a lot of questions on whether or not he'd be able to do back-to-back championships. Not because it was a question of whether or not Neal could do it, but man, there's just so many guys chomping at the bit to be at that top spot in the podium. So cool thing is Bryce Neal was able to put it together once more so I'll fill you in on what happened at the race there this past weekend. The penultimate round of the GNCC series known as the Buckwheat took place this past weekend at CJ Raceway in Newburgh, West Virginia and Blue Crew Riders came away with two more championships. In the ATV XC1 class, Walker Fowler secured his 74th win on his YFC 450R however it was Bryce and Neal collecting the championship number one plate who soldiered on after a battery failure on the last lap to collect enough points to claim the title. Hunter Hart and Cole Richardson rounded out the XC1 podium in Saturday's race. And then in the XC2 class, Grayson Eller took the win, followed by Tanner Walker and Kenny Schick, who rounded out the Yamaha podium uh, podium sweep on the class. In WXC, it was Chloe Harper with the win and Jessica Elioff taking the final spot on the podium. In the E-Mountain Bike Class, Mitch Hawkins, Son of AmPro Racing's Randy Hawkins, took a second-place podium in the XC2 Class. Then in the two-wheel action, LBR Yamaha rider Colton McCory got the win in the 85 big wheel class. However, it was Ryder Sagetty's day to take his second class championship in a row by finishing third in the class. And WXC bike recently crowned Ampro champion Rachel Archer secured her eighth win of the season, simply dominating the class. Additionally, Ampro's Liam Draper took the win with his YZ250FX and XC2, and Mike DeLosa, who finished on the podium in third in the 258 class. Finally, Ampro's Ricky Russell had a solid day racing his Ampro Racing YZ450F to a solid second place in XC1. Just so many great things to talk about there. I mean, in the four-wheel stuff, stoked that Bryce Neal got the championship. No question about that. Congrats to his team. To, congrats to everyone on board, the Phoenix Racing Team. I mean, just a great thing to be able to see those guys put it together, like I said, back-to-back once again. But man, I am stoked for Walker Fowler being able to come back so strong, so fast, and put in a race win already. It was the 74th of his career, but the fact that he just came back from a broken back at the start of this season... And we are now down to that was the second to the last round. And he was able to put in a class win. I mean, I know that, uh, that Bryce Neal, unfortunately had a mechanical with a battery issue there, but the cool thing is Walker Fowler still got the top spot of the podium. He is still in contention for being a championship racer next year. And I really can't wait to see what he does put together. And just for the battles we're going to have, man, I mean, between Hunter and Cole and Bryce and Walker, my goodness, man, even, uh, Even Josh Merritt. I mean, so many guys up there that are just going to be duking it out back and forth, and I know that they're all just ready to go and ready to get in in that line at the start and put in a solid race win. I think even uh, Josh Merritt, he ended up placing top five five races in a row now, so he's definitely got a good streak going, and it's amazing what some confidence will do to these racers and riders. I know that if you guys have been there, you know exactly what I'm talking about because, heck, I mean, I'm just, I'll probably be racing the Ironman GNCC next weekend on a YSU 450R. And, you know, it's been a while since I've lined up to race, but just the thought. Of getting out there with everyone else and kind of putting in a battle, man. I mean, it gets me nervous and it uh, gets me cold feet just thinking about it. But definitely looking forward to it, to say the least. So, like I said, once those guys do get that confidence going into it, after round after round and be able to put things solidly together, I know that they definitely have that uh, that great momentum. And hopefully, it all carries with everyone into next year. Because there's nothing better than seeing great bar-to-bar racing throughout the season, throughout the year, and definitely can't wait. I know as a racer, it's definitely not fun when uh, when that happens to be the case because we all want to run away with the win and be that one that claims that top spot and holds up the trophies all the time, but man, for, uh, for me as a fan and for the many, many fans of the GNCC series out there, I know that we're all looking for a great battle and uh, that is no doubt on the way. Like I said, though, Ironman Racing, Yamaha Racing is sponsoring, title sponsor of that round uh, at the Ironman Raceway out in Indianapolis here next weekend out in Crawfordsville. And like I said before, we've got a lot of great things lined up. Uh, we're going to have our pro racers. They're going to be building some of the all kids bikes that we're going to be donating to three schools on that following week. Thanks to the Yamaha Outdoor Access Initiative Program. We're going to do trick-or-treating for the kids. We got the concerts. They're going to be... Throughout the weekend, of course, on top of all the great racing that we're going to have too, we're going to be recognizing a lot of our Blue Crew racers. And do not forget, we are giving away, as always, our Breast Cancer Awareness Yamaha beanies. And even on that note too... When we recognize all of our Blue Crew racers throughout the year with championship wins as well as race wins, we pile that up into one big check and work with a couple of other sponsors and partners out there with Racer Productions with the GNCC series. And we have a nice big check that goes out to the Montgomery um, Breast, oh, Breast Cancer Clinic that is local to the Crawfordsville, Indiana area. So. That's really just tops it all off right there. I mean, all the fun, everything that we have with racing, with everyone celebrating, um, just being a family whether they're out there at the track. But when you can go do things more than just the racing, and you know, like I said, when we all work out there, and it's like literally a racing family, and everyone is uh, just helping each other out. When you're going beyond that, we're donating bikes to kids to get them outdoors and get them. Active and and working on all those uh, essential life skills, as, as crazy as that sounds, uh, with the All Kids Bike Deal, thanks to Yamaha Outdoor Access Initiative, but also we make that big donation to the local breast cancer um, clinic. I mean, that just it it really is heartwarming and in uh, and a blessing for many people to say the least. So, I am unquestionably looking forward to going to that round here once again uh, for multiple reasons, as I pointed out. But then even after that. I unfortunately won't be able to stay for the motorcycle round. Not that you guys care about what I'm doing, but from a uh, from a versatility standpoint of our vehicles, I'm going to meet up with the Careco, Productions TV, or Careco TV Productions crew that following week out in Kansas because we're going to take our Wolverine X2-1000 as well as a couple of our Max-1000s and we're going to go back for another year in Kansas doing a bow hunt here once again and hopefully get some success but regardless, it definitely looks like the weather should be better than last year. Last year we definitely had a warm front that came in and really just kind of messed things up and I think even messed the deer up a little bit compared to uh, how they've been in the past, the, the the the, boys that live out in Kansas, man, they just said it's been hot all year, and even when they're trying to track everything, and then kind of pattern them patterned them uh, before we showed up, and it was just kind of way off, and things were crazy, so ideally, things stay consistently cold, as much as I hate to say, because I'm not a fan of the cold, but hopefully they do stay cold up until we make it out there, and you know, just, uh, just going to have a good time though, regardless, and then after I get back from Kansas, we get to go out to Texas once again, and uh, just a beautiful area out there. I always love getting out to Texas because we have our Yamaha Whitetail Diaries hunt with the great folks at Carico TV once again. But, um, but while we're out, I mean, th- there's so many cool things you get to see when you're hunting in a stand in Texas in between Audat and Axis and. Uh, red stag and black buck and of course there's pigs out there no question about it and plenty of whitetail deer too um, it's just it's so great to be there so relaxing and and I, usually it's a little warmer but sometimes man you're just right on the brink of things getting that cold snap and I've been out there where I'm hunting in 80-90 degree weather in Texas and even that same time the next year it could be frost and everything and you're freezing and uh, and definitely not wanting to get out of the, uh, the old R max there, but regardless, uh, always going to be a good time. And this year we actually had. Uh, someone that won the trip with the American Suppressor Association. We kind of did a, a big drawing at uh, uh, one of the deals there, and so we have a very lucky winner and his son. They're going to be coming out, so looking forward to getting those guys in the stand and ideally getting them to knock down something big, which usually isn't all that difficult when you're out in Texas. Only because the uh, I mean, there's just so much land to be able to hunt on. It's very low pressure, all things considered. So. With that, uh, you know it's it's just great to be out and uh, and yeah, cannot wait to get those two, the winners of the trip, out in the stand, out hunting, and uh, man, just when they get to see what all walks out in front of them, I know they're going to be just as excited too. So, looking forward to that as always. But that is kind of everything in a nutshell nutshell here the next couple of weeks. I know the last time that we were on here with the podcast, I did mention that we we're going to have Pat Bielsi, Patrick Bielsi, that is our ATV and side by side testing manager he put together a or i put together a uh a video of him showing off how the auto shift works on the new 2024 YXZ 1000r sport shift well that video is now up on our yamaha outdoors youtube channel i highly suggest and highly ask request that you guys do watch that even if you're not a YXE guy it just kind of shows off some of the technology that we have and just a very cool deal overall and just love the YXE. And I'm not going to go off my tangent like I always do because of my love and my, uh, my admiration towards that vehicle, but Pat BLC, Patrick BLC, he explains it very well and kind of shows all the different ways you can do from this, the sports ship, which is the manual shift or the sport auto or full-on auto and how you can override and everything in between. So we do that out at Sand Hollow, Utah, which is a great place to be riding, like I mentioned in the past. But uh, but yeah, that video is now up. So please go check it out. Watch it. Let me know what you think. And as, as always, even with this podcast, let me know what you guys think of it. I don't mind if uh, you tell me the truth. It's all good. I mean, the fact that I don't even have an intro, that always kind of makes me question, like, do we need to do something official for an intro? But at the end of the day, it's just kind of like me rambling on and telling what's going on at Yamaha. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I like to think that based upon everyone still listening in and tuning in after uh, all these episodes, that that means that you do. So thank you, as always, so much for tuning in, for just listening more to Yamaha and, uh, and getting more of our lifestyle, like I said, Please give me the feedback. As always, I do really wish that I get to meet everyone someday out there. Ideally, on the trail, just for both of us, because I know that uh, if, if you're like me, you love riding and you love just getting out there in the environment. But if not, at an event, uh, at a dealership, I mean, who knows? I Man, I try to uh, try to get around as much as possible. But regardless, thank you as always for listening. I hope you realize your adventure and be great.